0: Hey everybody! Welcome to Ask Me Anything. I'm Matt Love. I'm here with Pastor. I love listening to all your stuff. Author, <laughs> theologian, you know, pull up summit pull up champion. Um, I, I feel like
1: I've been being made fun of. I've been made fun of a lot in my life, and <laughs> it always it always feels like this.
0: It, yeah, it. They're all they're all real. That's the funny thing. They're all real. JD actually, I think, is officially probably has done it, it would beat everybody at Summit staff on, in a pull-up contest. So that's not even that's not even a joke. Uh, JD, we have a question. I know, like you know, during the summer, one of the things you you're doing a lot is you're going and preaching at student camps and things like that. And one of the questions I know you get a lot from students. Yep. And I remember even when I was doing back when I did college ministry, this is a question we we got a lot. But can Christians listen to secular music? And just know that your answer is going to impact my drive
1: home. (laughs) I I know, I know, I hope this doesn't frustrate the listener, but I'm going to have to give a yes and no answer. Okay. I know, I know it's, (laughs) you know, I mean, let's first of all, the national anthem is a secular song. So I don't know any way that anybody could say, Hard no. That was a great start to answering this question. (laughs) I love that start so much. Continue. Um, You know, let's talk about reasons why Christians should be very cautious. I mean, to even use understatements or even mostly avoid secular music. Let me start on that side. The wrong kind of music leads to the wrong thought patterns. Uh, I agree with a guy I heard years ago say music affects us more deeply than we even realize because it writes things into our, our, you know, the, the way it's tied to tunes. And, and I don't want to get you know, too like 1970s back masking, you know, kind of, but, but Satan, it's not accidental that Satan in in the Bible, you know, a lot of uh, theologians will tell you he was like a worship leader. It, it was music hmm. that was his domain. And so, so I, I do think it's, a, it's a, it's a place for our, our enemy to, it's a powerful tool. every, you know, it's so powerful for good that that's why it can be corrupted for really bad purposes. And Satan is a, a master at it. Proverbs says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And if the tunes that are that are reverberating in my heart and the words are things that come from the world, that's that's what I become. Uh, John Mark Homer, in his book, Live No Lies, he, you know, he says this, if you sow a thought, you reap an action. You sow an action, you reap another action. So, so several actions in a row and you reap a habit. So a habit, you reap a character. So a character reap a destiny, a destiny either in slavery to the flesh or freedom of the spirit. And so the music I'm listening to, which trajectory is it taking me, taking me toward? I listened to a fairly compelling YouTube video on this few years ago where this guy, his name is um, Alan Parr, was arguing that Christians generally, he said, should not listen to secular music. He said, you know, ask yourself a few questions. He says, you know, does the music I'm listening to promote an ungodly message? And what is that? What message is that sending to unbelievers about who I am and and what my life is about? And am I being a light? You know, that's the second question. How can I be a light to others if I look just like them and I'm marching to the same beat they are and I'm saturated and the soundtrack of my life is the same as theirs? If there's no difference between us and the world, what compels them to to change if if our heart songs are the same as, as their heart songs. Um, is this music, is it hindering my spiritual growth? Is it helping my spiritual growth? I mean, Paul says in a different context, he says, you know, all things are lawful or a lot of things are lawful for me, but not, they're not all profitable. That's a valid question to ask about, you know, what is is going into my ears six hours a day for, you know, a lot of people, eight hours a day. Is it, is it garbage in garbage out? Um, is it helping me spiritually? Um, is the music that I I'm supporting, is it causing other Christians to stumble? Maybe, you know, you feel like you're fine, but is it, is this the kind of thing I would say? Yes, everybody sh- can listen to this and and should listen to it. What's your spirit telling you about this music? You know, is your, is your spirit at peace in it? If you, if you're really asking, James four seventeen says it's a sin to know you ought to do something and not do it. Is it, are, are you, you know, what is this? Are, are you okay? I remember, um, having uh, one of my kids who was listening to some music that she, she should not have been listening to, having her read the lyrics.
0: that It's an eye-opening mom moment me. most yes. of the time. Yes.
1: And its it was a very embarrassing moment. But it's yes. like, this is what you're dwelling on. Yes. Um, and you wouldn't even read it to your mom and your dad. Um, so th- 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 these are all valid reasons, um, you know, to, to generally avoid. I Typically, I just, yeah, I've chosen since I was in high school to not really have much secular music as a part of my diet for, for all those reasons. You know, like I said, on the one sense, it though you can't really give a hard no to this, because think of everything else you'd have to cut out. If you gave a hard no, you'd have to cut out TV, movies, books. You know, one of the things I, I learned, it's an old cliche statement. You you know, Jesus tells us to be in the world but not of the world. Um, you know, Paul in First Corinthians five, he says that he says it's impossible to totally separate yourself from all immorality in the world. Um, that doesn't mean you should never participate in it, but it's possible to separate yourself from all contact with it because you would must needs go out of the world. That's the uh, the KJV, and that's not what God has called us to do. Um, so you know, there's, that's the principle we got to use. We're in the world, but not of it. And so, in that spirit, I think you've got to make a distinction in some of this secular TV and movies and books and music between non-Christian stuff and. And unchristian stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, in other words, it's one thing to say that nobody should ever listen to a song that illicitly, you know, is promoting sex or violence or um, you know, drunkenness. It's another to say that nobody should ever listen to "Faithfully" by Journey, or you know, no Taylor Swift songs, whatever. I mean, some of those are about common graces, you know, that we yep. enjoy—creation, um, love. Like I said, the national anthem, which I don't <laughs> think has been done by Taylor Swift, but um, and I'm. Not a Taylor Swift. Okay, I'm just yeah, I, I
0: was. Gonna, the next question is going to be top five Taylor Swift. Well, I mean, songs, you're sitting
1: here wearing a Taylor Swift shirt in my everyday. Yeah, okay, uh, that's a joke. Um, uh, John Piper, <laughs> you know, he, he has a. This is good. He says, "There's such a thing as worldly music." One of the marks of worldly music is the exaltation of a worldly view of life. A worldly view of life is a life that leaves Christ out and approves of what he disapproves. That is worldly. Worldly isn't a sound. Worldly is leaving Christ out. That's why it's called worldly and not Christly. It approves of what Jesus disapproves of. It's called worldly because it treasures the world above the one who made the world. It revels in the very self-centeredness that gives rise to the miseries of the world. I don't think it ever glorifies God to listen to music where the main driving point of the song is something that glorifies sin or blasphemes God. I don't know if it's impossible. I, I don't think it's possible to live with a standard that says, if there's anything in this that's not Christ-exalted Christ-centered, or there's any reference to sin, then, then I have to. Because like Paul said, you'd have, to, you'd have to literally not be in the world. You'd have to separate yourself from relationships and, you know, again, not just music, but uh, TV, movie, books. Um, I, I think of this similar, Matt, to how I think about the question, should you go to a party hosted by unbelievers? Oh, yeah. Okay, so, well, it depends on what kind of party. There are certain kind of parties <laughs> where, you know, it's just people fellowshipping and they're unbelievers and Jesus did that. Yeah. There's another kind of party where the point of the party is to sin. It's drinking, it's drugs, it's you know sexual hookups. Um, I don't think it's right for a Christian to go there to try to be salt and light in a place where the whole point is to sin. Yeah. Um, but if you're at a place with unbelievers, of course there is sin happening, but that's different than going to one where the point is to sin. I, I would apply that to music and movies also. If the whole point of the, the driving point is the glorification of sin or you know, blaspheming God, rebellion of him, then yeah, I don't know if that's and that that's not the kind of thing that i think um, our savior delights in you know it's we're 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 feasting our eyes on things that that grieve god uh, it just should bother us i mean it's like if you love jesus watching celebrated the things that nailed him to a cross how could you how could you how could you love somebody and then delight in what what led to their murder you know, there's a a guy a um, long time ago his name joseph solomon i think he since unfortunately lost um, his faith but he had a, a um, it's just a really good insight on this. He said, if a secular song is demeaning towards somebody, if it if it promotes a do whatever you feel like at the moment mindset, if it's overtly sexual, overly sexual, um, something else um, that you know, obviously is unbiblical, then, then you should avoid that. If a secular song is clean, cleanish, promotes love, helps, you know, promotes helping others, being truthful, um, encourages you to be better, then it's, it's probably okay. Um, you know, one last thing I'll, I'll come to, um, and then I'll I'll be done. You can say whatever you want, Matt. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I want to revisit that. The music does affect us in deeper ways than we realize, mm-hmm. even more than movies and and, and books do. It, it sets the mood. I mean, I mean, think about it. You don't listen to opera before you go out to, uh, you know, basketball teams don't listen to opera and the thing they listen to songs that get them pumped up. Um, you know, uh, husband and wife don't listen to gangster rap when they're you know trying to set the mood. Right? It affects us. So the question is, what is the music you are listening to? What is it putting you in the mood for? Is it putting you in the mood for glorifying God, living with focus, exalting Him, or is it putting you in the mood to rebel? To putting you in the mood to be self-centered? Um, I want. I. 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 I don't know about you, but but the mood I need to dominate my heart is is one that glorifies God and promotes goodness, truth, love, beauty. And, uh, and so, anyway, that's what I'm going to saturate myself with.
0: Yeah, that's good. I think the distinction between non-Christian and un-Christian is really helpful. And then some of those questions, I think that's always the case of stuff. How do you have a, a framework for asking questions and being discerning um, and not kind of just operating in really blanket black and white statements about everything that's either good or, or, good or bad? So um, I think some of those questions you mentioned earlier – um, are really helpful for people trying to discern what that looks like for them. So I hope that's helpful for everybody. Go ahead and uh, adjust your playlist as necessary. And uh, I'll be listening to Lecrae on the drive home. If you want more, if you're just like, man, give me some more JD thoughts, JD stuff, jdgreer.com, so much stuff, theological stuff, devotional stuff, all the other Ask Me Anythings. If you, if you remember a question that you liked, but you forgot the answer already, go back and listen to another one, jdgreer.com. And that's it for us on Ask Me Anything.